Welcome everyone to this week's podcast. You're listening to One and a Half Asians. I am Wu Yi. I'm joined as always by Cody Goodale. Hello everyone. Well, basically they just eat on camera. Yeah. I am now familiar with what you're saying. And I watched a few. There's one cool guy. He actually he's like an Asian guy. He makes he makes what he's gonna eat. Like he'll yeah. be like authentic Thai food, and then he'll make like a popular Thai dish, and then and like, then what? Like he'll just like the camera will be like in a bowl. He's like, hey, you're gonna add like a pinch of whatever, a tablespoon of this, a tablespoon of that, and then it shows him cooking everything, and then after it shows him like eating it all. And then does he talk about it or talk yeah. about things? Yeah, he just talks about what it tastes like or what would go good with it, or like, oh, you guys need to really try this. I think we can do it. I really like that concept: cook yeah. and then eat and talk. Yeah, he eats a lot of stuff, and then he'll be like, the best or the best way to eat Popeyes chicken or something, and then he'll go get Popeyes chicken and sit in his car, and then he'll eat his Popeyes chicken in the car. I think it's fun, and he did a challenge like like their spicy noodle challenge, like uh, the Korean spicy noodle. Well, let's do a Korean. Let's do a challenge. And it's like really spicy. Like the people who have done it on YouTube are like crying and like are about to die. <laughs> but this guy, like, that's off of like eating like one package. This guy eats like five, <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, it's really spicy, but I like it." And then his lips are like all like poofy, swollen. Yeah. And he's like, "I like it." Then like he eats all of it, and then after he goes to get ice cream, he's like, <laughs> "When I have spicy food, the best thing to get after is ice cream." He makes everything look so good. Well, were you high when you watched these? No. <laughs> Imagine if you were. Yeah. Which I still have like a lot of the THC yeah. liquid that I. I don't How know. How much is I, a lot? Well, they come in like. Do you know anything about vaping? Or yeah. Like, do you va- have you vaped at all? No. No, I haven't really a lot, but like I bought a little vaporizer. It's a really crappy one. And a tank is like two milliliters, and it'll last, I don't know, like 200 puffs or something. <laughs> it's quite a bit. Yeah, like, you've got like a year's supply. And uh, the marijuana, like the THC that I bought, is four milliliters. Oh, geez. So it's quite a bit. Like, I spent a lot of money. Like, I spent 150 bucks on <laughs> THC liquid, <laughs> which I didn't even smoke. Like, I don't even smoke marijuana. Yeah. So it was pretty strong. Yeah, it sounds to me like you went about this the wrong way. I did, yeah. I did, like... Well, the first day... Here's a problem, because I don't smoke marijuana. I don't know what it feels like. Well, I might have. Like, there's times that I've taken it and we, like, laugh like crazy. Yeah. I don't even know if I was high, because we were doing funny stuff. Right? (laughs) Like, we were, like... What were we doing, even? Maybe I was high, because I was laughing. I don't remember what I was laughing about. Sounds to me like you were high. Okay, yeah. It sounds to me like a very so high story. The first story. time I took it, I took like two long, like long drags of this vape yeah. device that I had, and I felt okay. Like, I didn't feel that bad, but then I was also sitting the whole time. Yep. At the store, actually, like I was just, <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't feel anything. So later that night, I did like five puffs. Oh, jeez. Um then I felt fine so I did two more so I did like seven in total that night at once and yeah. then I then I knew I was really high yeah 
Like I was freaking out. I was, <laughs> I was paranoid. And Man, that's not a good high, Woo. No, because like I told you, I went to go. It was around like bedtime, so I went yeah. to go to bed, and then I got up to go pee, and then I was in the washroom for a very long time. <laughs> like I was like wondering, like what did I, what did I come here to do? And then after I finished peeing, I'm like, what did I just do? And then I look back at the door. I'm like, why is the door wide open? And then I stayed there and like stared at the door for like five minutes. And yeah. then I went back to bed. And then Esther was like, is everything okay? And she didn't know. You didn't. Did she know that her. you had? Yeah, yeah, she did. Yeah. Okay. She she knew I had. But she like, it was more. I just told her more. It's for like relaxing. Like if I feel stressed, so you can just take one. It's like CBD oil. She like yeah. I've taken CBD oil before. Yeah. Where did you get that? Uh, my older brother. Yeah, he got some from this shop in Toronto. Toronto, and uh, he let me try like a, a CBD pen, yep. like a like an actual like medical one that they sell. He bought it for like forty bucks. Yep, and I liked it. Like every time I ran, like I would, you know, when like your lungs would feel kind of inflamed, and I would yep. take it, and I felt good the next day. Yep. So she knew it was like kind of like that, but with THC. Yeah. And she didn't know I was high though. I was just. <laughs> you're just acting no, really she's weird. She's like, "Are you okay?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm fine." And then <laughs> I had water in my room. I'm like, two-handing like my water, like trying to drink it. And then I got in bed and I was super paranoid that like for some reason I would get caught. <laughs> so I was trying to fall asleep, but I kept forgetting that I was trying to sleep, like forgetting like why I'm in the bedroom. Yep. It was super weird, scary experience. And I was texting my brother at the same time, saying, like, because I gave him some. And I said, I texted him saying, like, be careful. Don't take too many puffs. It's your first time. And he's like, why? And I'm like, I think I'm really high right now. <laughs> and I'm, I think, like, I'm, I'm really, like, scared. Yeah. And he's like, oh, no, what's going on? And then I didn't write him back the whole night. <laughs> and then he's he left was, him on a yeah, cliff, hey? Yeah. And then he was thinking, like, something happened to me. So he yeah. kept writing me. He's like, what's going on? What's going on? Are you in trouble? And then I didn't write him back till the next morning. He's like, "Don't ever do that again." <laughs> yeah. So I fell. Asleep. It was the best sleep I've ever had. Like oh I, yeah. I slept all night. I don't even know how I fell asleep, but just the, the best sleep. The second time I got high was with Ricky. He was driving me around. I don't know what it was because I drank beer before. Yeah. <laughs> That's definitely a bad combo. I drank, and I drank, like, more than a pint of beer. Like, it was, like, two beers. And then we got in his car, and Ricky was like, do you want some? And I was like, yeah, whatever, sure. And then we drove around, and then halfway, like, 20 minutes in, I'm like, you might have to drive me around a little bit longer. I don't I don't think I can go home. Yeah. And then he drove around for, like, two hours, and I was still high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's Which, usually how it works. Esther doesn't know about that either. But I'm... T- I'm feel like i'm like confessing a lot of things on these podcasts <laughs> the power of the microphone Lou. it's gonna be legal soon yeah i it's think there's soon. countdowns right like really soon yeah next month yeah 50 so something it's days big, it's not a huge deal which i'm i'm actually glad i've had these experiences because then i can at least know something about it and that's kind of like the dilemma that i've kind of because I told you before, like, I want to sell marijuana. Yep. But then I don't know if I would feel right selling it to kids. Because obviously, like, if it's legal, kids are going to want to buy it. Yeah, but it'll be an age restriction, like... Yeah, 20, 21, 
Yeah, but you're still kids, though. Yeah. Like, you still feel like they're kids. Like, especially if we're, like, 30... Yeah. 31, 32, like, these youngins (laughs) trying to... These kids born in the 2000s. Yeah. So... That's the one thing, like, Esther is saying, like, would you feel okay selling it to, like, let's say a college student who just wants to... Get high? Get high. And I'd, I don't know. Why? In what world would that be a bad thing? It's not a bad thing. It's just, like, do I try to keep it solely as, like, a health? I think you market it as such. I think that's... And you build a secondary peripheral business model around the health concept of it. But I think if somebody comes in who doesn't want the health point of view of marijuana, then you sell them weed and let them leave. Maybe you have a candy machine in the corner, Woo. Yeah. And by maybe, I mean have a candy machine in the corner, Woo. Maybe like a like with chips and stuff inside? Like Not a- for you, Woo. <laughs> for the customers. <laughs> okay? The stuff you sell to your customers. Well, I thought when you're high, they want to have like munchies and stuff, not candy. Everyone's individual. I know a certain friend who ate like the entire Thanksgiving leftover dinner that he or she may have had. Hmm. Sometimes it's just food. I've def- I've definitely I used to buy bags of uh, apples, like three pound bags of apples. Yeah. I I have definitely gotten high and demolished an entire bag of apples, and been really? like, what did I do? Hmm. It's not about like wanting food. It's just about wanting like just that that act. Like w- when smokers talk about the physical act of smoking. Yeah. It's kind of like that. You just need to be physically eating. I guess. I mean, I, I, I mean, I'm in it to. If I get into it, it's obviously to make money. Yep. It's not. I don't think there's anything wrong with marijuana either. I agree. It's just you just want people to use it responsibly. That's all. Yeah. Because it's a new thing. Like, you know, alcohol. Everyone just knows to not drink and drive, right? That's just. Yeah. But people still do it. Yep. Now you introduce like another drug that messes with your head, but then people think they're invincible like i know people that who say they perform better when they're on when they're high yeah which i think is crap <laughs> i don't i don't believe it i but then again Ooh, play I, me in basketball sober and play me in basketball when i'm high but and, yeah, I'll, and i'll I show could, you again the that's that's because i don't okay that's maybe because i don't know what you haven't feeling. found your dosage yeah I, you yeah, haven't yeah. found the sweet spot that's that's probably why i only know what i felt and i felt like yeah i can't do anything I can't do anything well, with Like, this. if we're going to do an analogy and compare that to, like, drinking, you've only gotten shit-faced. You haven't gotten, like, a gentle buzz. I've gotten... I drink term, at like, home. if we're... No, we're oh, yeah, comparing okay, 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 your yeah, yeah, smoking to what you would oh, be with I see. Like, drinking. what I've experienced so far. So, you've only gotten really high. Like, stupid stoner high where all you can do is sit and just be, like, lost in your thoughts. To me, that... Like, that was younger Cody getting high. We would, we would sit around and watch a movie, and then you would not remember the movie, period. You'd be like, well, that was a huh. sweet waste of my Friday night. Looking back on it with my wisdom, hindsight is twenty twenty. But now, I found, like, a sweet spot, just like a single puff, and I relax, and my mind opens up, and the, the stress and anxiety slips away, and my ability to focus. And you could still, like, drive and Well, I mean, I wouldn't do, do that, but, like... Yeah. Yeah. I'm telling you, play me in basketball, dead sober. Play me in basketball, a little bit high, and you will see I'll be knocking down buckets. <laughs> buckets. 
buckets. <laughs> yeah, like it, it increases stamina, right? Like you don't feel the pain from. I don't, I don't even know if it's that. Like, but exercise, like exercise, right? That's what running that's one is. Reason. Long distance running is a lot easier when I'm high than if I'm sober. It's yeah, just it's kind of, and I enjoy the act of moving, like the proprioception. Wasn't like that what it moving. is? Like it's it's a it's a pain reliever as well. So that's why like, I have no idea. All I know it know it as is getting high. Does it have anti-inflammatory properties? Yeah, it's like a miracle drug, woo. Yeah, <laughs> I've been eating all this ginger for nothing. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll see. I'm I'm obviously I'm gonna experiment with it. I'd like to know what my it's, it might not be for me at all, even the sweet spot. Yeah. But I'd like to still see what that spot what that is. is. Could, like, it could be just one, just like you. Yeah. I'll never know until... Until you get there. Let's do it. Let's have a high podcast. All right. 421.5. What's 1.5 times 420? Half of no. 420 is 210. 630? See okay. what I'm getting at, Woo? Yes. I, I wouldn't mind. When, when it's, once it's legal. Once it's legal. Because I haven't... I still have the the liquid THC, but I don't know if I'll... I'm going to give one to Ricky, actually. <laughs> I was going to say, let me try, and I will tell you what happens, like, how it is for me. Oh. Do you have a thing that you can use? No. Just go grab one and see how it works. From what I've read, like, the the website that I bought it from, it's it's pretty potent for other people. Like, experienced users say it's pretty potent. Yeah, see, like, that to me is a waste. I don't think you need to be getting shitty stoned if you're going to actually enjoy it. And don't get me wrong, there's nothing wrong with a person who enjoys getting, like, really yeah. high. But it's just not for me. I feel like when I get really high, there's three hours where I'm barely functional, and then I go to sleep. It's weird, though. Like, I just I can't describe how I felt. Like short-term memory was out the door yeah like that's why i was so afraid to drive because i i was afraid that as i'm driving i'd forget what i'm doing yeah like and i'd forget where i'm going or like why am i stopped at this light or why is that light green or why is that light red and i'd keep going you wouldn't be functional so that's the only thing i was freaked out about when you experience something that's super shitty when you're high and like you need to pull yourself yeah. You need your mental capacity, and it's not there. It's really it's frustrating. Yeah. And I've read other people like they they describe it as being paranoid, and I think I was paranoid. Yeah, I've definitely been paranoid. Yeah. What was your paranoid like though? Exactly as you experience it, like this overwhelming sense of dread, this like fear of doing anything. You kind of like freeze up and tense up, and you're like you don't know what to do. Yeah. But there's nothing there. But you feel like something's there. But is that feeling? you get from like i know there's different strands of marijuana you can take is it the same feeling if you get high off of like a different strand like well paranoia to me is not a byproduct of a specific strain I, like i may be just a ignorant user or an uninformed uneducated marijuana smoker but i couldn't tell you the difference between one strand or another or the northern or southern hemisphere whatever that means the body high versus the mental high yeah to me paranoia stems from a like a frame of mind that you go that you're entering into your high with if you are with good people having a good time in a fun environment there shouldn't be anything to kind of trigger that paranoia 
But if you're in a position where you feel like you have to drive, but you don't think you yeah. can drive, that's going to start triggering that mental state that puts you yeah. in a paranoia. And it's just about mitigating and controlling your environment so that you don't have that. Maybe I'm just going to have to like set aside like five hours. Yeah, like an afternoon. Like sit in a basement. No, <laughs> yo, nature's your friend, Wu. I know you hate bugs and like you're a pretty big prima donna about that, but like... Yeah. So you should go hiking or something? Or? Yeah, just be out in the sun. The gentle breeze. The, the rustling of the leaves. Yeah. Just being out there with nature, connecting. Some All good right. people you like, or even just, I'm telling you, we'll play basketball when you're high. Oh, buckets. The sound of a swish that you shoot is so satisfying. Maybe that's the secret then of like how we can get gains in the gym. It's just <laughs> get high all the time. Yeah, two hours two hours of lifting weights will feel like nothing. Honestly, lifting weights is, is the easy part. It's the you're high and now you want to sculpt your body and you have an uncontrollable appetite that's yeah. where the issue comes in right after the gym you're gonna want to just yeah after the gym you're already want to eat because your body is in recovery and you compound that with weed hmm. you have to eat like six bags of apples <laughs> that's why we should have when we do it we should have food already set aside Woo. like a plan you think you're gonna outsmart <laughs> the munchies it's not gonna happen <laughs> Or if we're going to pick munchies, we go for, like, the the smart choice, like apple chips or... Ooh, that's fine. I could still eat 400,000 calories in apples. I don't know. Oh, it's apples. It's healthy. It's still, like, thousands of calories. And sugar, yeah. If we want to just get swole, <laughs> like, super thick... <laughs> then who cares? Yeah, exactly. It's just it's all calories, baby. Get the macros in. Everything you Do a dirty bulk. Is for the purpose of gains. Yeah. We start being gym bros. You, know, you want you in? <laughs> the high bros. <laughs> I'm definitely open to trying it again. Yeah. I need supervision, though, I think. Supervision. You need guidance. Yeah, I need someone who's kind of experienced. And who isn't going to be all trippy with you? Yeah. Ricky. Yeah. <laughs> Screw you, Ricky. <laughs> I swear, he, like... He, I wanted to stay in, like, the, the time I got high and I was in his car. Yeah. I wanted to just stay in the car. Yeah. I didn't want to get out. And then he was like, oh, let's go to the Nike store. And we went to the Nike. Oh, he went to go get gas. And yeah. then I said, oh, can you buy me some water? Yep. So I started drinking the water. Oh, my mouth got so dry. That's, That's the, one thing, the one thing I, oh, I hated about was that feeling of the dry mouth. Woo, gum is your friend. And after that, like, I remember he was driving us around, and then we went to the Nike store. And I was so freaked out about, like, human interaction, yeah. talking with people. So as soon as I got in, I was like, no, I'll just stay in the car. He's like, just come in. You'll be fine. And then he walked out, and I was like, all right. So I started following him. <laughs> Honestly, I don't remember what happened inside the store. I just remember walking in and walking out. Because nothing happened. Because nobody cares if you're high. Yeah. There's, like, ten people in the world who might be like, oh, He's you're high. a bad boy. Yeah. Sure, no one knew. I was just exactly. kind of freaked Nobody out on my knows. own, like, like it's a bad thing to do. But like, I was just walking around. Ricky was just like, "Look at these shoes. Look at this. Sh <laughs> look at this shirt. Look at this shoe." Yeah. And I'm like, "Oh, that's cool. Nice, nice, uh, nice shirt." And then I don't remember like any. Yeah. And then he drove me back to my car, and then I sat in the back seat of my car for like another hour. And then by that time, it was like we had lunch, and it was like sunny outside. It was. It was dark outside. 
so I it's like night. I had to walk around. I I got out of the car. I walked around like the plaza there. Yep. Just to get fresh air, and then I was like, all right, I'm ready to go home. And then it was like 9:30, 10 p.m. Oh jeez. <laughs> and we met for lunch at like 1:30. Yeah. So like it affected my whole day. But it was, I'm sure now that I think back, it was the beer. If if I yeah, just the compounding. Did. Yeah, because we beer hits you strong. I've seen it. Seen it happen in real life. To me? Yeah. Just the beer? Yeah. yeah. I don't like mixing. Mm. I do my best to do one or another, and it's always my bad nights where I end up mixing. Yeah, that was a bad choice. And plus, that day I was drinking, like, sours. Like, Scott was, like, oh, yeah. introducing me to, like, sa- like sour beers. Yeah, yeah, Beer town. Yeah, and I was like, oh, this tastes pretty good. Doesn't taste like a beer at all. It tastes like... Just, yeah, it's interesting. Tastes like a... Not a candy, but it tastes like a... How do you describe it? Well, woo. Just a refreshing drink yep. to have. An just, adult lemonade. Yeah. Yeah, lemonade. Yeah, that's a good way to describe it. It tasted just like that. You can drink a lot not even knowing. Like, Yeah. I think that's what I found with the sours is you can keep drinking them and like, not really know. Because with beer, you know it's beer. You taste beer, but this is just like a sour drink. <laughs> you didn't even really taste the alcohol. You can't really taste the alcohol. You taste the sour. Yeah. You got Bud Light going Bud on right Light. now. I do. I like Bud Light. I know. It's I think tasty. that'll be my beer for the summer. The rest summer of the beer? Summer. Yeah. It, isn't summer technically over? Is it over? Yeah, it is, isn't it? Kids are back in school. The summer end. Ah, poor kids. <laughs> Whatever. School's fun. Really? Actually, I don't. I don't remember dreading going back to school. I was always like in the camp of I'm excited. Why? Because all my sports teams happened during the school year. All my friends were there every day. It gave my life some sort of structure. No, so you weren't like dreading that it was like labor day weekend no i never I, I don't think i ever had that feeling i don't think i ever did actually the first time i did was when i moved to burlington yeah actually i think yeah i guess yeah because then you don't yeah. have anyone you know going to going to school before that like i moved like from Lindsay. like i i think i enjoyed going to school because school was pretty easy yeah like you just don't really care about your grades too much i was a pretty bad student like really back then when they used to grade you with like v's and g's and Oh, yeah. Like, very good or Ease. good or satisfactory. Excellent. Or needs improvement was, like, an N. I got yeah. Ns across the board. You were just a needs rebel improvement. kid? Yeah. Oh, well, not rebel. I was just quiet, but, like, I didn't really do homework. And I was quiet in the back, so teachers would be like, he has poor listening, poor... Poor everything. Yeah. Needs to improve it all. And I would just get Ns and Ss. But my dad was pretty fair. Like, he was like, if you just improve to, like, from an N to an S, you're off the hook. Yeah. So that's one of the reasons like I didn't really fear school because yeah. I just knew that I had to show improvement. Um, but also my parents prepared me pretty well. Like I was in Kumon. Yeah. And all those math like after school things. I didn't, so, I didn't like, know that. So all the important subjects were so easy to me. Yeah. Except for like English, geography and all those things I would fail those. Since when is geography important? <laughs> I know. But I think that's one of the reasons I wasn't stressed about school. Like I just went to school because I saw my friends yeah. and then hung out with them. When I moved to Burlington, I was so sad. I was just starting to get popular in Lindsay. Popular? Yeah, I was a loser up until actually until I started playing basketball. I yeah. didn't really have a lot of friends. Basketball is what brought me some of my. You climb the social ladder coolness. one bounce at a time. Yeah. So I started playing with like I remember the in school it's really mean. You get this popular group. Yep. And there's this group that the popular group kind of makes fun of. Yep. And they 
they got girls in this popular group that don't even talk to these you know <laughs> quote loser kids in school and i was part of the loser group until i started playing basketball because then i could start playing with the cool kids and i got pretty good yeah so then they would want to play with me more and all these stupid girls that were thought they were cool started talking to me yep more and i still had that lingering like oh, you were so mean to me before i was yeah friends with these guys so uh, yeah, basketball is what kind of started to get me popular, Lindsay, and then started to get popular, and then I moved to Burlington. So that was a big, a big bummer. I was super sad. I'm sorry to hear that, Woo, but I think it all turned out in the end. Yeah, because actually, yeah, I kept playing basketball, and then yeah. that's how I made pretty much all my friends in Burlington. Yeah. And hung out with uh, the good group. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's because it's like Burlington's a pretty good city or the school that I went to, but like... Lindsay, like a small town, like there's so many groups. Like there's like a mean group and like oh, uh, it was more cliquey. Yeah, there's so many cliques. There's so many like bad names that they would call people. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's just a town thing, but like when I moved to Burlington, like everyone was super nice. There was no like yeah, I could see that. Yeah, the small town thought process. I guess there aren't that many people in your town to begin with, so you have to divide and conquer yeah so burlington i would say the first week of school was kind of bad because i didn't really hang out with anybody but then after that like we had recess (laughs) yeah (laughs) and that's where you would kind of meet people and and play sports so i played basketball with like nice my current group of friends that i'm still pretty much friends with (laughs) scott and ricky (laughs) have i ever told you the story about how i started playing basketball at school so to back it up uh my aunt Carol was a professional basketball player, so at a very young age, I was playing basketball like grade two or grade grade three. But I I didn't like I played one summer camp, and then that was basically it until grade eight basketball when we had our basketball unit. And I was kind of similar to you in that I wasn't a popular kid. Wouldn't have called myself a loser, but I wasn't super popular. Mm-hmm. Um, but back in like primary school, I was taller than everyone. Like I had my growth spurt first compared to everyone else so when it came to basketball i just got all the rebounds mm-hmm. nobody could win without me because i got all the rebounds not some of literally if there was a rebound to get i was all getting the it. rebounds and everyone was like i want cody on my team <laughs> and that's how i got into basketball not because i was particularly good at any other facet of the game i can just get boards people were like the man hustler. that's valuable everyone's favorite somehow from the hustle yeah People respect the hustle. Then I started working on my handles, and then it all came to fruition, except for never making a basketball team. (laughs) That's okay. (laughs) Nothing like getting cut three years in a row, Woo. It's good. I'll tell you, though, there's nothing worse than not playing. (laughs) That's true. I thought back to my football career in high school, where I played every possession of every game that I ever played in and I enjoyed it but I couldn't imagine like putting all that time and dedication into a sport only to not play ever yeah I mean it's for me it was actually I hated not playing a lot but I guess the the people that I was playing with made it a little bit better yeah that's true like going going to practice was fun because you know you're with your friends pretty much still oh yeah and like during the games like you know, you're cheering for your, you're cheering for your friends. Yeah. They're on the court, so 
that's one reason I guess I kind of enjoyed it. Actually, the most thing I hated about high school basketball was a coach. <laughs> not uh, not not Joey. Barrett. No, he was good. It was Malcolm. <laughs> I don't know if anyone remembers him, but yeah, I I tell he was you, not good. yeah, he just wasn't good at all. Like, would I you just, go so far to say he was bad? He was, yeah, he was terrible. Yeah, he was the reason I think he just doesn't know how to coach. He didn't know how to coach at all. Like we had the same team. I told you yep. in grade like eleven, we had the same team that went undefeated with Barrett and went to the finals. And then the next year, when Barrett left, Malcolm took over as coach, and we had pretty much everyone return to yeah. the basketball team. We pretty much lost every game. <laughs> yeah, but how does that happen? Like you don't. The only difference you is don't the coach. have a coach that keeps anyone accountable. Doesn't reward his players for hard work yeah like i remember this is like i literally because of him i wanted to quit basketball yep because i told like i tell you like one game i was playing i hustled so hard to play and when i got into the game i hustled so hard and i thought okay i played well like in the time i was in the game next game i don't get played at all dnp yeah and i'm like like what am i trying for yeah like what am i why like are you even watching? Like, <laughs> you know how much it hurts to like put that effort in and not get noticed just because he pretty much labels players as okay, these are our bench players. These are gonna just they're gonna sit on the bench. Yeah. Whereas Barrett was like in more of like the development mindset. Yeah. Have a system and he you can plug and yeah, play. And he stuck by it. Yep. Like if his if the team was up, he was gonna put in who people who weren't getting any time. Yep. Or if there was a big lead, he would get people in who hasn't played to play with like the starting group, yep. so they would get a feel of how to play with the starting, yep. starting five. And like Malcolm was just complete opposite. <laughs> he's like, he's gonna ride, ride or die with like just his starting five. Yeah, they would be down. We would be down by like thirty, and he'd be like, "No, we still got a chance to win this." <laughs> with two minutes left in the game, he's like, "Starting five is still on the on the floor." I'm like, "What the?" F- yeah, not this only are you not playing, but the starters are now starting to feel a bit humiliated. Yeah. So that, like, really pissed me off and really, like, I questioned, like, just quitting basketball altogether. <laughs> it wasn't fun. At that point, I'm like, what the hell am I playing for? Yeah. And I told him, actually, I told him <laughs> I told him I didn't like him. Yep. Like, I, yeah, <laughs> I thought it was well known that I didn't like him, so I went up to him, like, if I don't know if you've heard any rumors, but... Uh, about me not liking him. He's like, no, I haven't heard anything at all. And I'm like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. I don't. Well, I, I, had, I haven't liked you for a long time, and I'm actually thinking about quitting the basketball team. And he's like, oh, no, we, we, should, we, we should talk about this. <laughs> and then he convinced me not to quit. You yeah. should have quit and joined me on the swim team, Woo. <laughs> Your natural hairless body would have been a competitive advantage. I think swimming, if I think back, swimming would have been more fun than basketball. Yo, swimming was... As the kids say these days, swimming was lit. <laughs> Mr. Lawrence, he allowed, he allowed you to play music. There was a phenomenal camaraderie. It was good times. I had a lot of lot of fun memories back to swimming. And plus, like you got to swim in at like the meets, right? Oh yeah, everyone gets to swim. Swimming is very much like the participation awards. Everyone gets to swim. But I did make it to the uh, to the finals. For like the golden horseshoe area for the 200 meters which was impressive considering i was like an offensive lineman and these were all very skinny swimmers <laughs> and i didn't even, i finished seventh out of eighth which 
to me, it was like a massive win. I cut 14 seconds off my 200 meter best. Yeah, I was happy with That's that. That's impressive. Yeah. I was going to say, you could have played volleyball and yeah. badminton. and I was just so stuck on playing one sport. I'm like, no, I'm a basketball guy. I'm going to play basketball. Mm. Put then, limitations. Yeah, I did that a lot in high school. Like, I'm going to study Look this. at you now, spreading your wings. Yeah. It doesn't really matter anymore, but... It doesn't matter to you, but this is wisdom you can hand down to your sons. Is there anything you wish you could have done in school, maybe? Could have done? Differently? Uh, I would have liked to play baseball. I would have liked to play rugby, if we're talking about sports. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, most importantly, I would have been more confident with myself and, like, loved myself. (laughs) Actually, you wouldn't have been able to tell that you didn't love yourself. Pretty confident guy in... Well, from what I remember, you're pretty... But that it was like this duality. I was very confident in a lot of things, but not confident with myself. Uh, you know, one thing people probably don't know about me is I was not confident at all in high school. Well, like, I was pretty quiet. Like, I'm sure yeah. everyone knew that I was a quiet guy. But, like, the one thing that I struggle with, like, and it... No one probably knows, probably you don't even know this. Like, I struggled with so bad in high school was acne. Yeah? Yeah. Like, see, see, you don't, you, like, other people might not care about it, right? Yeah. Because it's just the thing that kids go through. But, like, I hated my skin. Yeah. In, in high school. And it would, it was so much to the point where if people would ask me to go out, I wouldn't want to go out. Mm. Like, like friends? Yeah. Even friends, like, you know that I didn't go out a lot. Yeah, and you would like, give us very would, interesting responses. Yeah, and I wouldn't go out to even, like, parties that there were, yeah. like... Yeah. Really? Yeah. I didn't know this. One of the... Yeah. So you know this now. Self-conscious about... Self-conscious about, like, the way that my skin looked. Or if hmm. I was breaking out, like, pretty bad, like, on, like, a Thursday or Friday. Yeah. And, like, I get... And I was invited to a lot of stuff, like, yeah. to go out. We liked and you. I was, I was known to, like, project going out. Yeah. And a big part of that was, like, it wasn't, like, because I wasn't allowed to. Like, my parents were gave me a lot of freedom to yeah. go out. Like, they would, a lot of it had to do with acne. I have a very strong memory of you, me, and Scott were supposed to hang out, and then you bailed at the last minute because you said you had to wait for a bathtub delivery. A bathtub delivery? Yeah, you were like, my dad's getting a bathtub. And no, 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 no. It was a somebody, desk. Somebody needs to be here for this bathtub? No, no. I, I think it was a desk. It was a bathtub. No, no. <laughs> Because we were like, are you redoing your bathroom? Like, uh, you haven't talked about redoing your bathroom at all. And you're like, guys, I just have to just wait for this bathtub. I can't come out today. <laughs> it could have been, maybe. If I think back, it might have been like a, like a breakout that yeah. I was dealing with. Yeah. And that's like one of the... If I could change one thing, it would be like not care about yeah, that so to much. to have an indifference about something like Cause that. Because like, really, you grow up and it goes away. Yeah, you don't care about it anymore, and then you just regret not doing spending so much of your mental capacity on yeah. worrying. So that's what I like since it's like back to school season. Yeah, if we can give any tips since we've been in, we've been through school, I would say to not care about, be so self conscious about. I heard it phrased as, uh, "You need to realize that other people think about you way less than you think they are thinking about you." Yeah, I've heard the same thing. It's just you just have to, like, you're not that important. Yeah. I mean, that's not a 
you don't want to think of it that way, but that's true. Like no one's thinking about me breaking out as much as I am. Yep. They absolutely. Just, they probably not wouldn't. even a, a minutia of a fraction. Yeah. So that was a big part of like my high school. I wish like I just didn't care about so hmm. much. Opening my eyes, woo. Yeah. That was not an Asian thing. You didn't know that, did you? I didn't know that. Yeah. There was a lot of like I remember like I can and like I'm trying to remember like I don't ever once remember having a thought been like wow who's got acne yeah it was the thing is like was it early in high school or throughout the whole throughout high school yeah was, I'm gonna check my yearbooks with yeah no you can't really see them in the yearbooks but like I was pretty self conscious of them and I would like try to buy products like how am yeah. I gonna get rid of this so I was on proactive yep I went to the doctor a few times to say like yep. can you give me something and then. They would recommend pills, which yep. I didn't like. Even at th- that time, I didn't like taking pills, so yep. I didn't take that stuff either. Even though they s- said it would clear my skin, so I was like, "No, there's got to be another way." Like, so I used creams. I was like a frequent shoppers drug mart goer, s- skin clear aisle, huh? And I would be self con like I would be like when I walk in those aisles, I'd be like, "Damn, someone's in this aisle!" Like I don't want to walk through this aisle. Like yeah. that was me in high school. Hmm. You're very much in your own head. Yeah. So now, now you know. Now you know why I wasn't out. In well, high this school. is good. Like twenty years later. Yeah. We're approaching uh, twenty years. Fifteen years. Two thousand one. Oh yeah. Damn. We're. <laughs> <laughs> why did I think Damn. it was fifteen? Yeah, we're getting old. Yeah, man. But yeah, that's one. If I could tell myself the younger woo don't care about your skin so much and also don't care about what school you're going to go to after you're done high school oh yeah that's friggin if i could go back and tell myself something i'd have been like don't go to school go yeah. get into a trade i if i could go back i would have gone to college yep 100 percent would have gone to college there's nothing wrong with college but there's this negative thought about yeah, the stigma if you go to college you're dumb yeah man well i think just the way they structure the hierarchy like you choose university courses or you choose college level courses which yeah they should that's dumb to begin with they should just make it one course oh yeah and if you're not because the judgment starts from high school oh yeah you say you're taking a college course be like oh you don't want to go to university and you start streaming in grade nine to see if you whether or not you're college level or your university yeah. level and just because you can do a level of academic doesn't mean it's necessary right for you as a personality your intelligence is not the only characteristic as a person that you are trying to vet out as a student. Ridiculous. I, agree. I wish I even took college courses in, in high school. That would have probably made me a lot happier as a student. I have a distinct memory of when we had to choose our math for grade 11 that I wanted to take like workplace math Yeah. because they taught you how to uh, do accounting, how to do your own books, how to uh, file for your taxes. And I was like, these are super important life skills. I want to take this. But when I told the career counselor, like when I handed in my application, she's like, well, you have a 90 in math. Why aren't you going to university level? And then she basically guilted me out of going into. Wow. See, that's bad, too. Yeah, that was ridiculous. School counselor. They think they're doing it in your best interest. Or they I think, will say. Or they might think you're not giving yourself as much credit as you should. Yeah. I, I will get them credit, though, when I found out that you didn't need to pursue science classes past grade 10 and that you could get all of your science classes through technology courses, through, like, woodshop or metal shop. 
I was really happy to take all those courses in high school. And that, you know, even it's funny, since high school, I've taught myself a lot of biology and chemistry through my interest in the human body and kinesiology. Yeah. So there's lots of stuff that I should have learned, quote unquote, in high school that I ended up learning anyways on my own time. And then I got all this really cool experience in woodshop and metal shop and welding and car repair. Honestly, yeah. Chemistry is useless unless you're going to go into it. Yeah, if you were, unless you're going I think any of those it. academics are like relatively useless unless you're going into that field as a profession. Yeah, because like you don't really need to know how these bonds connect to each other. Nope. Or how these. You need elements. to understand the overarching principles. I think if you want to apply them yeah. to a day-to-day life, but unless you are creating chemicals, then there's no need to know that. It's this was my beef in university with with calculus in that we had to spend so much time learning how to do calculus when we have computers that can do it accurate in a fraction of the time i shouldn't have to spend my time learning how to do the math because a computer will do the math in real life i should be spending my time understanding what the information inputs and outputs mean and how i can apply that knowledge to affect a business i think the fact that they were teaching you how to do the math was ridiculous. And none of my teachers saw it that way. They were like, no, you need to know this. Like, why? When I'm out there, if I'm in the field of finance, at what point am I walking through calculus derivatives with my clients? Like, well, according to the math, let's pull the sheet out. Let's go through this calculus problem right now. Yeah. Let's derive this. You know where that comes helpful, though? Like, is if you're developing a program, like if you're at work and you're, that's your role. But that's to a develop. computer programmer's. Right? Yeah. Like, if that's what you want to go, yeah, that's the only reason. Yeah, why? If it would that's be. how you, if that right, just like the chemist, if you are in the field of chemistry and you're developing new chemicals, or then yeah, you should know that knowledge. But if you were trying to do anything else, you should just understand the principles and see the big picture. It drives me crazy, absolutely crazy. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, going back to what we were saying, I would. <laughs> I would definitely think of my courses a little bit more and not put so much weight on university. I think I had a miserable... I'm not even using anything I studied anymore. Yeah, same. I just got in a bunch of debt, finally paid it off last year. Congratulations. But, yeah, university was just... The one good thing about university is I found my wife there. Yeah. That's... Shout out to my wife. (laughs) She was the redeeming... Quality. Yeah, but other than that, I I didn't enjoy it at all. It's just the anxiety that comes with. I think that's why I associate Labor Day and and going back to school is had nothing to do with grade ones to twelve. It started my anxiety for back to school started in university. Yeah, I can see that. Each year I was like, ah, damn it, another friggin' school year. <laughs> Spend all this money on stuff that I, yeah, drains my soul. See, that's the only negative thing I have about back to school is just going back to university. I get anxiety during this time for no reason at all. I don't even have to go back to school. <laughs> why? Like why? It just comes. Like you know, you just see it. You like walk in like Walmart and all the stuff is back to school, and you're like, ah, I remember the time when I was in university or something. Have you ever thought about doing those online courses, the the free ones? Yeah, I still do some. Yeah? Yeah, I still do. Like, you know, YouTube has a lot of cool stuff that you can learn from. But I was in that um, 
I purchased one that Jump yeah, Cut yeah, Academy. Jump yeah, cut. So that was kind of like online learning that you can do. You know what I want to do? The Masterclass one. Have you seen that? There's a Steph Curry shooting one. Yes. Yeah. I've seen that one. Yeah, we should we should split on that. I already, I already got a good shot, though, Cody. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I've seen that shot. Um, I'm, I'm money. You're money? <laughs> you give me, give me two well, what days. What currency? Are you talking like lira? Or are you talking no. yen? <laughs> <laughs> Not all money is made the same, Woo. I don't know. I think it's interesting. And then uh, in that website, there's like, for me, there's a couple other chefs that I'd like to check out. There's a couple of writers I'd like to check out. Some cool stuff. So, yeah. This is fun. Right been a good one will it's been good cody it's been real very real we'll, we'll uh we'll wrap this one up yeah and i guess uh next week <laughs> think about other fun topics to talk about all right it's thanks for good. listening everyone thanks we'll for talk listening. with you next week <laughs>